Right, so Gareth, we're here at the Premier. Uh, we were just talking about this yesterday. Um, how have things changed for you emotionally? Um, guys, guys, doing an interview now, yeah. <laughs> how have things changed for you emotionally since last night, since we were talking? Um, not much different, to be honest. Still, like, still rushing around, still making sure everything's everything's done and, and is ready and and still... Yeah, still, still a bit surreal. Still, still terrified. How much sleep did you get last night? None. No? Not really. Because <laughs> normally, because basically, I have to go and um, like take my son to school. Like, I, you forgot about that today, didn't you? Yeah, I forgot to pick my son up today. That's how stressed. And yeah, I got a phone wow. call from Christy. Like, yeah, he was there for like extra half an hour. Left him on the doorstep. But um, yeah, well, hopefully he might have learned some extra stuff. You know, a bit of extracurricular. Didn't didn't do do no no harm. So, um, but yeah, I was meant to go there first thing, and and, and I told me to set an alarm. I didn't even set an alarm because I knew I wasn't going to get any sleep. So I was up at like five o'clock. I was so on time this morning. So didn't stay that way, but I started off. It started well, but yeah, no sleep. And hopefully tonight, lots of sleep though. Um, what message did you want to send out to the autistic uh, community with this film? Um, that you know, just be proud of yourself and who you are, because you know it's it's part of your personality. And if you tried to take that away, you wouldn't be you, basically. Um, and it doesn't mean that everyone out there who doesn't understand autism is a bad person, as we find out in this film. Um, some people just need that bit of education to to understand what it's like. And sometimes, until you're actually around someone um, with autism, you couldn't possibly know what how to act or, or, or to understand you know the more sensitive side to it so um there's there's, there's no harm in asking questions and, and asking sort of how should i be treating these people because um in, until you've been in that situation you honestly don't know so you know fantastic and um obviously uh, if you paid attention to the to the the, the live show the bbfc rating was, <laughs> was quite an ordeal you yeah. had to physically take the film down to london give it to them and you wait for today have we got a rating we have got a rating just in time just in time we've got a rating so we've got a rating we're, we're pg so apparently there's some issues with the well not issues but it's been rated as um look how is it worded um, discrimination and infrequent mild bad language you know about mm. half an hour ago when you said we weren't to tell anyone well we haven't done that the other this, we? this isn't live is it <laughs> so um <laughs> but um yeah so yeah infrequent mild language and uh and discrimination apparently but um, that's because i think it's a, it's a film about not being discriminatory but in, t in terms of to tell that story you've got to start somewhere where it where it there is a bit of discrimination going on even if it's accidental and it, and it just ignorance this is how not to treat people exactly exactly so yeah. you've got to set that up and then and then come back from it so uh but yeah but izzy works it out in the end bless her so <laughs> she gets there speaking of izzy should we should we speak to some of the cats? who would you like to bring up first? oh um it's her last night so let's get christy up first come on she's like no come on. no don't do it but yes come on up. it's her last time doing this so Anna first, <laughs> weirdly, but right. Uh, I'll hand over to you, Christy. Um, Hi. This is, sounds such a cliche thing, but um, this was such a long uh, process, years in the making. Quite, yeah, quite I a mean, few years. How does it feel to actually be here? See that up on the screen. A bit mad, to be fair. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, we never thought it was going to happen, and then we sort of started this thing like two months ago, and now it's happening. So it's kind of like years, but then again, it's sort of like a couple of months, and now we're here. So it's kind of like been really fast and really slow at the same time. What do you reckon tomorrow's going to look like for you guys? Just like <laughs> sleep, like that's it. I wish I could go to work. Oh, have you? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. I wish well, I could sleep. Well, after this is all done, then so next week, whatever, when this is all over and done with. Is it a bit more? Is that a time to relax, or are you gonna actually miss having something to work on? Yeah, I think I will miss it, but at the end of the, I think I'll be glad for a break. 
it was such. I think I'd be quite happy to sort of have nothing to do and just sort of chill for a bit. <laughs> as far as deadlines are concerned, this was quite hardcore, wasn't it? You needed to yeah, a little bit. Get it all done week by week, <laughs> by, week by week by week. Yeah. Are you gonna miss? Are you gonna miss the character? Yeah, of course I am. I've been doing it since I was like seventeen. I start. I got the part, and now I'm gonna be twenty-four in like a month. So. That's a long time to yeah. like have one part. Like normally you get a part, you do it for a few months and then you stop and that's it. You go on to the next part. But this one has literally been like years and years. So yeah, of course. Um, and Gareth was just saying this is your your last night, but it, you know, maybe down the future, is there, is there anything that you'd like to do with Rock and Horse or with acting? Is, it, is there something down the, you know? Yeah, I don't think I can ever get away from rocking horse, really. I've been no. a part of, I'm like a part of the furniture now. I think I probably will be back at some point. Maybe if they have me, I don't know. So there's we'll have to see some what, future roles. We'll have to see what happens. I'm, I'm sure we can something. <laughs> well, thank you for chatting to me today. It's I hope right. you enjoy tonight. And maybe we'll get like some uh, some questions after you've seen it and see, see yeah. how you feel about it all. <laughs> okay. Thank you for chatting to me. Who should we okay. invite up next? Come on, Orla. Let's do it. <laughs> it's like a baton, isn't it? That's <laughs> in the torch. How's it going? Is he at all? It, all it, is he? Is he? All it. <laughs> it feels like you've been, we've, we've been like doing this for so, if not even that long, but so frequently and so in, in like in such a compact space. But you are Izzy now, you know. Yeah, that, I mean, there's yeah, there's there's a there's a line between Orla and Izzy, but it's a fine line. <laughs> <laughs> but obviously like I'll work out those things down the road when we come to filming the pilot and things um, but yeah I mean Gareth called me Izzy numerous times it's gonna happen out, yeah out with set and stuff I don't think I have any messages addressing me as Izzy yet but I'll give it time <laughs> <laughs> have, have, have you learned anything from Izzy? As a character. Yes, um, I have. Um, I've learned that at the end of the day, you've got to embrace your own personality, your own instincts, um, because without you doing that, what can you give from other people and what can you take from other people? Mm. Um, you know, give giving people support and being able to support yourself you can't do that unless you understand what you need to work on as a person I think Izzy really gets that um how has this feature film set you up for what's going to be a, a good few weeks months rehearsing getting ready for for the the care home drama how has this set you up has it exhausted you has it excited you and um, how are you feeling about it um it's excited me um obviously I don't think I mention it enough. I have a background in theatre rather than theater. rather than film. Um, <laughs> I'm a thespian. So, exactly. So <laughs> being able to do this has actually kind of set me up in a really kind of comfortable way where I'm not terrified anymore of the idea of filming throughout the summer. I think at first I was a bit like, oh my gosh, only only a few months to do, do a film? How on earth am I going to manage that? Whereas now... I'm like, oh, I did it in four days. <laughs> easy, absolutely easy. So, um, but Give yeah, me anything, no, darling. We've just had another cast member just land land behind us. They have. Um, well, have you got a message for for the, the the people that you worked with in your cast and crew? Um, I can't thank them all enough. Um, they made it really easy to just kind of settle into my role and what my job was. Um, you know, every, everyone had a place and a job to do, and we all did it. 
and I don't think the four days would have been as easy as they were. I think there there could have been a, a real issue if people hadn't stuck with it. So thank you for sticking with it. Yeah, I was there for the one day and I can tell you guys now that it was it was very intense. It mm. was at one point it was kinda of like, we're not gonna get this done. Um, then you had Luke just breaking everything in the set. Well, we'll find a good corner for you today. because <laughs> <laughs> We've just had another cast member uh, behind me. Dean, would you want to come and have a quick chat with me? Oh, no, thank you so much for chatting no, to me. Thank I, you. I hope you enjoy tonight. Thank you. Here's Alid himself, Mr. Dean. Hello. How, How are, are you? Yeah, yeah, good. Thanks. How are you? How does this feel? Interesting. Yeah. It's actually... Um, I was saying to um, my girlfriend yesterday, it's actually the first premiere I've ever been to. Every time, every time something's come out, I've not, I've not been available. It's just been too far away. So, yeah, this is the first one. So it's a bit surreal, you know. I've just asked. Uh, I knew you said Izzy then. Just had, oh, <laughs> there you go. I've, ju- I've just had all asked all a really interesting question. Have you learned anything from Alid as a character? Well, I have actually. I, I've realised. Um, so I was saying this to all. I was like. We're dangerously similar as people, <laughs> and I don't really like it because, um, you know, like um, I don't want it to be that I'm just being Dean on screen, you know. Um, but it was great just to, um, you know, this accidental feature film, you know, um, that I could could be Alad and you know um, delve into him more than um, I already have because obviously I've only worked with him during. An audition process you know so that was nice to you know actually jump in just to get the message being like yo do you know what i mean do you want to mm-hmm. be alid yeah, for yeah. this you know and it was it was yeah it was great i, I really enjoyed it and obviously uh we're, we're building up now to the care home drama that's going to be filmed um it's going to take weeks how has this prepared you for what's going to be quite quite a steady schedule of, of filming in person well yeah um whatever um gareth throws our way I feel like I'll be ready for it I think this is um, got no choice as far as Gareth's going he's just like exactly. you're doing this you yeah. be there exactly <laughs> and um, I think the feature film um, I, I didn't realise we'd, we'd have a luxury of doing a feature film before doing um, before doing the care home drama so um, it's not so much as a rehearsal but I, I, I basically got an amazing free run at being Alid before the care home drama you know and it's um, it, it, it's been great it must have been nice because I think with, with the, t- the, the care home driver I guess it's going to be broken up into smaller little bits that you can do you mm-hmm. know because it'd be episodes whereas the film was, it was just four days of just intense filming you know um, how, how are you feeling about people seeing you on the big screen your face is going to be up there <laughs> um, I'm more bothered about how I, I, I don't know I, I think you always cringe a bit when you see yourself, and I am. Um, yeah, yeah, I get that. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I, I, I feel like um, you know, it's just getting over the original bit of worry, like oh, you know, oh, it's me, it's only on screen, you know. But no, I'm looking forward to it. It'll be great, you know. And working with everyone, it's um, yeah, it's been it's been brilliant. Well, I hope you have a great evening. Thank it's you. Always great chatting to you and yourself and um, yourself. Is there anybody else who's actually come up? I don't think we've spoken yet before, so come on up. Yeah. Let's, let, let's yeah. So let these two do it together. Yes. So we've never met before. What's, I'm what's Betty. What's your name, sorry? Betty. Betty? Yeah. Um, and what, what role have you had in, in this, Betty? Um, so at the like, very last scene, it's like my introduction of the new Jess. 
Um, that's yeah, that's basically it. Nice. Okay. And how has this been as as a process for you? Have you learned a lot from this? Yeah, it's been very like crazy, like because obviously playing an autistic character, like I've had to learn a lot, and it's like educated me a lot more as well. But yeah, I just it's crazy, really. When it comes to doing things on a day to day, obviously Gareth has a, a, a very similar approach to sort of what I do. Just throw him in the deep end. Just chuck him in front of the camera. Go. Do you like that approach, or do you prefer to take things a bit easier? Um, I mean, I can like work with it, I guess. But like, I don't know. I like to be feel prepared, I guess. Mm -hmm. You know. But yeah. yeah. I guess with with this sort of situation, you get to learn to improvise a lot. You know. Yeah. And there's a, there's a lot that can be learned from this. But you, you already now you hear a cinema with a premiere with your all this on the screen. How does that feel? It's like I think a lot like how um, Ali, I don't know. Dean? Yeah, how Dean said, like, watching, my mum will disagree, but when I'm watching myself, like, it's, like, gonna, like, make me cringe, like. <laughs> <laughs> and, and how's Betty been to, to work with? So, well, we've worked a little bit, haven't we, but not, not much, but that's, that's a future endeavour, so we'll, me and Betty will be working quite closely, um, obviously, with you becoming the new Jess, and there'll be a lot of Izzy... Not versus Jess, but Izzy and Jess. Mm. Um, in oh, the I remember care them. They were from a thing. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So in so in the in the Kirho drama, there's going to be um, some crossover there, um, but you've got a lot of screen time to come, haven't you? Mm, yeah. Which is exciting. So. Fantastic. Well, I've got to tell you, uh, I feel like this rocking horse family is growing more and more. Uh, we've we've not been we've been doing this for about six months now the the, the shoes of biscuit and rocking horse and I think you're part of a great crew and I think you've got some great things to look forward to so welcome to the team and it's nice to meet you and I look forward to speaking to you soon yeah brilliant Thank you. is there anybody else I would like to chat Just Miss very quickly <coughs> and then we'll, we'll move on then to Carl is uh, if we can get Christy up with these two just because it, you know it's the two Jesses we're not going to get to see this again so <laughs> let's be honest there's oh, no two Jesses. Three, 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 three mics and three voices. Okay, so Jess, Jess, how does it feel to <laughs> Christy? How does it feel to pass on the torch to, to the next Jess? Um, in a way, it's quite nice. I'm not gonna lie. Um, obviously, I've been doing it for a long, long time. So, yeah, I think I'm passing it to someone that I want to pass it to, which is nice. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not doing it like yeah there you go you can have it whatever it's like yeah okay i'm done now you're gonna want to you can bang this locker to open it kind of thing yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> no <laughs> it's a, i think it's a nice thing yeah yeah and how does it feel to have someone playing a role that you played for so long is, is it is it gonna feel weird seeing someone you be, would you be like watching going i wouldn't have done it like that wouldn't it? or is it kind of nice in a, in a way that you're gonna see someone doing something different with the role it's weird but I'm quite glad that the character's like still going. That yeah. makes sense. I'm quite glad to see it carry on. Like I'm too old now anyway, so without Betty doing it, that'd mean Jess going. You have no right saying you're too old for anything, so, by the way. Well, no, <laughs> no <laughs> well I'm not seventeen anymore. <laughs> so and, and likewise, Betty, um thank you for this all. all I feel like a very glamorous assistant yeah. holding this mic, I'm not gonna lie. How does it feel taking the role? 
from Christie and, and doing your own version of it. How does that feel? Do you feel like you've got to pay respects to the character? or? Uh, well, yeah, it's like big responsibility to live up to, I guess, because yeah. she's had it for so long and, yeah, like, right. I don't know. I'm excited to do it, but I want to, as much as I want to take how Christie's played it, I want to make it my own too. So you should, so you should, and I think you're going to do a great job. Well, we've got a, a movie premiere to come up, haven't we? So uh, we, we, we best um, best get moving. But thank you so much for everybody chatting to me today. And uh, yeah, this is going to be great. Have it is. Yeah. Right, so ladies and gentlemen, how did you feel about that? By a round of applause. How did you, did you enjoy it? <laughs> I think I'll start off by congratulating these guys. I know you guys were up against it with time. Um, but from what we saw, you did a great job. Um, does anybody have any questions that they'd like to ask? The blue shirt at the back there. Shout. Nice and loud, sir. Don't have to be shy. I'll tell you what, I'll do a bit of talking, right? And you think about what you want to say, and we'll, we'll come back to you. How does it feel seeing that back? Um, Orla's got the mic. I do. So, Orla. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It was, oh, it was good. Um, I'm a bit more nervous now, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get nervous after things, but I was just really excited in the fact that it all, oh, it all came together, which was, believe me, when I left set at 10 o'clock that last day of film, and I was like, oh, God. <laughs> but um, it all came together really nicely, so I'm proud of everyone. Um, Luke, um, you saw all that come together. You had a, a lot. Um, you were involved an awful lot with that. Yeah, I mean, huh. I'm I'm glad to say it's it was worth it because it involved staying in a house with director and sound person and camera person for about five days, which I, no one needs, uh, nor, nor do they need me. Um, it culminated in me having too many sherbet lemons and throwing up in Gareth's sink. Um, so, yeah. uh, but I'm trying to forget that. I did get a running... <laughs> but that's a story for another time. Um, but no, really after not. all these kind of very... I don't want I'm looking up for. There's nothing there. Um, after, after all of these kind of... Stressful at times, days, and these sometimes nearly midnight phone calls with Gareth before production, where it's like, "Hang on, we need to sort this out, and we need to fix this." It's it's fair to say it's it's happened, and I think it will take my brain at least a week to come to terms with that and calm down, um, <laughs> which doesn't leave much time before we get into the pilot. So, um, yeah, so keep an eye on our mental health, guys. That <laughs> <laughs> they'll notice. <laughs> We got NASA on the end there. How, what are your thoughts on what you just saw? Do you enjoy it? Hello. Um, yeah, no, it was an experience. I think just watching it back and stuff, it was. It brought back so many memories of just filming and and such like you know family ship and just all these challenges and stuff we overcome. And I'm just super proud to have seen it and uh, to have been part of it. So yeah, it's just it sets things up for the future really nicely. I think. Beautifully said. Uh, can we pass the torch? To Christy. No more. <laughs> we talked. We, I talked to you before this, and I said I'd speak to you afterwards. Yes. How How are you feeling now after seeing that? I thought you were brilliant, by the way. Oh, thank but you. Really good. So. Um, yeah, <laughs> we did it, guys. <laughs> we made a film. That happened. Um, we can breathe now. <laughs> we tried to breathe now. Yeah, um, I hope you all enjoyed it. Um, it was quite funny watching it back, to be fair, because 
spent lo loads of hours like on set and that. And I just sat there thinking to myself, I hate that. I hate that line. Um, <laughs> that took about that took about an hour. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, I'm really glad it's it's done and we got to actually like see it for real. It's there cool. now. It just yeah. exists. Yeah. Um, Gareth. So this, the, there's so much turmoil throughout all of this. Obviously, there's hugely there's the, the, the losses with, with Jack, obviously, and yes, uh, there were storms, um, there were delays, there were there was you running back into from London to carry things. And <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. There was that. There was that too. Um, and obviously, um, you know, there was it was these guys as if. Well, everyone involved, the people sat in the audience, you know, got our um, AD at the back, we've got my assistant sat a few few rows in front and stuff. Some of the people have done worked fantastically hard to get it here. Nigel is at the back there. Nigel. Now, Nigel, he works at Cartridge World, and the reason we got him in the pan shot was I was on the last day before we were come, uh, about to start filming. And he says to me, because I was going to him to get my ink cartridge from, from, from a printer to print off the scripts that these girls get to bring to life. And, I, and he said to me, Gareth, you've, you know, you're finally there. And I was like, and I, was, and I stopped and I thought, do you know what, Nigel? You've earned this. <laughs> and so I was like, come on, Nigel. I said, we're going to do this pan shot. I'm going to have so all these people that have, that have been affected by Christie's Jess and then um, all as Izzy more recently, over many years, whether they've been like you saw the Grim Reaper was in one of those shots from a film we shot where there was a Grim Reaper. Jess wasn't meant to have died, just, just so we're clear, that wasn't what we were going for. <laughs> but so there was this range of different actors or crew members that we've worked with um, right the way through to then we had obviously Quinn, who's going to be one of the stars of the upcoming Care Home drama as well. Um, so she features in that. Um, so th that was nice. It did have this range of people, and yeah, so even the guy from Cartridge World, who is so much more than that. Was it <laughs> what did you do it again <laughs> I mean I mean personally after obviously uh, which everyone's been so nice that no one's actually going to say it so I'll, 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 I'll address the elephant in the room because I don't have a filter anyway uh, and come out and say it. My, my pan shot was probably my favourite scene because there wasn't any dialogue in it because I'm not sure what happened there between the office and the cinema but clearly there was some issue somewhere we'll sort um, before the TPS yeah so Chloe, this is, this is for, not for you personally because you know what you're doing, but just in general to people, anyone watching this who, um, he, who is looking at how to make films and, and what to work on and things, if you watch that back carefully, then there's a little thing just for you students out there to work out how you can do it differently in terms of syncing up audio because someone's gone clearly wrong there. But other than that, <laughs> other than that, because uh, it worked fine on, in the office and I mean, me and Luke have been sending scenes back to each other for the yeah, last I think, week I think it's something to do with NTSC and PAL and we'll talk about that later yeah but yeah but this but yeah but this is this is one of the things hang on hang on this is one of the things I wanted to bring up is is there anything that you will take from that that you can now improve on to go forward what you're going to make with Rockin' Horse yeah I mean that that issue isn't one of them because genuinely that was all done so that sh that, that was that that shouldn't have happened. Um, I, in, I, in eight years, I have managed to work out how to sync audio, believe it or not. Thank you know. you no one for leaving, by the way. But um, <laughs> so so there's that. Um, but you do learn from from setbacks and stuff. And the fact that I've got we've got to a point between me and Christy that we've got to a point when we put a feature film on a screen, and the only thing that's gone wrong is something within that screening. And the fact that it, it became a film in the first place that's that's still a big step for us, isn't it? Um, you know. The issue's always been not is the film any good, is that there isn't one. And now there is. So 
Um, so that's a big, a big, a big step. And like you said, hopefully now we can build on that and make something even better. And, uh, you know, I think you've probably just answered it, but maybe you can elaborate it on a bit more. Say there are film students in here, there are people that are sitting on an idea and, and they want to, you know, avoid having to wait eight years to make this <laughs> thing. Don't bring it to me, Al. <laughs> <laughs> what advice would you give them? Um, don't give up. Don't listen to, to people who tell you that you can't do it. Um, but, no, that's not quite true. Listen to them, because they're the people that will get you over the line. Um it's the ones that, um, obviously, we love the ones that support us because I'm stood alongside a few of them now and there's a load of them in this. You wouldn't be in this room unless you were one of them. But um, also listen to the ones who say that you can't do it because if, if you watch this film, um, even out of sync, it should be fairly clear to, to work this bit out, um, is this is a film about a character that we were told we couldn't bring to life. We were told that we're not good enough to make a film. We're not good enough to bring Jess Andrews to life. And without that criticism, this film, this script doesn't get written. So um, it's not just a massive middle finger. It's not a promise. There's a lot more positive stuff going on too. But without those critics, we didn't get to make Izzy versus Jess. So uh, I want to thank every single person. I look in the camera when I say that. I want to thank every single person that ever criticised us, ever said that I was a madman for trying to make, make a feature film because um, I owe it all to you. And I know that must probably infuriate a lot of people, but genuinely, without that, um, we wouldn't be here now. So um, the, the, the supporters, the critics, every single one of you, we wouldn't be here without you. So, so thank you. Can I just add to that briefly? Sorry. Passing um, the mic. Pass the mic along. I was, Terrible audio. I was sat in my A-level film class today, and we were analysing a film in which it took nine years to get from idea to finished oh, thing. And I text Gareth and I said, well done, you did it in eight. <laughs> and I think, I, think, I think, quite frankly, if there are films that took nine years, that a few years down the line there are students sat there analysing it and going through the process, then I think your eight years is a heck of a story. Because, you know, it's, it's all that's gone into this. I mean, as we found in the fact that I'm only halfway through ed editing that documentary and it's already crossed the feature length line, which is weird. Um, it, the, the, the fact that there is so much like that just into this film, there is so much more into Run For Your Life. There is so much more into Henry House. And it, I, as I think I touched on in that documentary, there is, it is so personal to you that it's insane that you took this character, you took the most like personal film you could have made, and there were people on our set who had no idea who Jess Andrews was, and who at the end of the shooting day was invested in the story and asking you questions. And I think, I think that deserves a round of applause, frankly. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Is there anybody, any members of the, of the, the, the crew? Oh, we've got one here, question. If you let me tie your tie, you don't have to give me your train fare. Give it here. <laughs> <laughs> but now you can see why I couldn't have it done up because of the, you know. Yeah, I know, but it's doing my idea. Yeah. <laughs> Is there anybody with a serious question? <laughs> Any members of the of the crew? No. Oh, Owen. Oh, yes. Is the care home drama that you're going to do, is that like an old person's care home or a children's care home or what type of care That home is a fantastic question. I'm going to pass it to, to, to the newly... Of, um, <laughs> confirmed lead of the show to, to answer that question uh, <laughs> so it's oh god I'm going to get this wrong now so um, from what I gather um, and from what has been discussed it's a care home of people who um, need full time care in whatever, whatever capacity that may be obviously um, people of older age people who um, unfortunately have dementia or Alzheimer's people who 
have mobility issues but also people who have um, learning difficulties who can't cope with kind of um, you know being left on their own people who need that full-time care and obviously as all of us are aware of what happened with covid a lot of these care homes were kind of left left to the side um a lot of safe sorry we're just laughing at his, his, this this tie just take, take it off, it off. um <laughs> obviously like during covid and everything there was a lot of um carers and nurses who were obviously our front our front line of staff um, working for the NHS um, who were left to just figure things out for themselves whether they could go into people's houses um, or whether they had to take people out of their houses and into care home facilities like what Henry House will be so it's kind of touching upon um, that side of things so obviously when people say care home the first thing you think well the first thing I thought of was an, an old folks home but that's that's not what it's going to be it's about everyone who needs care very good answer very good. slogan for henry house that's what, that's what i want you to do it in other words yes <laughs> <laughs> just yes um what i wanted to say was you know we talk about this this thing that's eight years in the making but i don't think it's necessarily this thing that i'm super excited about it's what comes afterwards yeah. the legacy that you've created it, it wasn't that long ago i stood here with luke allen's film reduced to clear talking about this amalgamation of creators that 10 minutes took 18 months and then you had to go and make a feature film in eight weeks <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but look what's happening look what's happening like so this amalgamation of creators from across shropshire uh, with rocking horse what you guys are making the the, the the cast and the crew has grown and grown and grown there are new features being developed um, so that is what I'm excited about um, and the, the legacy that you've created. So, yeah, that's that's going to be amazing, I think. Yeah, and I think on that, um, it's worth mentioning. I mean, I mean, you know, it's, it's hinted at at the end of the film there. And I won't get her up because, you know, she's only little and she's going to have probably years of having to do this. But um, obviously Christy's, like, leaving us as, as Jess because she's, you know, busy. Um, <laughs> And um, so, and that, and she's obviously done a great job for many, many years. And and this was really for 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 her, for her more than anybody else was to was to make sure that we gave you something you could you know actually say walk away and say hey I've made a feature film whatever else I've done that which is what you you meant to do seven years ago might have took a while we've definitely been around the houses to say the least but we're here and you've you've done it and that's you know that's the main thing um but moving on from that um run for your life and what that film was meant to be the film that was that character was from um we haven't given up on that um it should be you know fairly obvious from what you've just seen um but betty carter who's going to be um playing the the new jess as in the next couple of years as, as we move forwards there is a long-term plan to get back to that film that was started it all so no one's given up on that um I, i'm f that's probably fairly apparent and this care home drama series all of us did, did a great job listing all the various different types of people that, that it will help. Uh, and of course, within that as well, it will be also include um, maybe a younger with autism. So those two characters will be, will be sharing a stage again. Um, but obviously, it'll be Betty's Jess. It'll be all as Izzy. And hopefully, that will build us up to finally getting um, Run For Your Life made eventually. But we also knew that we were, it was about time we grew, we grew up a little bit and we accepted that we're not ready for that yet. And we're still not. Um, but this has been a, a massive step in the right direction. But um, Run For Your Life, um, Izzy Orchard, Jess Andrews. Um, yeah, the future should be fairly bright for him. So um, I'm sure you'll see him again. And when you do, their lips will move at the same time as they're speaking. <laughs> <laughs> 
sorry, just briefly, just in case we completely skip Bust off the mic. Could you tell us about the BBFC? <laughs> That's why uh, Luke said, can you ask us about the BBFC? <laughs> oh. In case we didn't get him on the audio. Um, yeah, so the BBFC... Um, uh, we do have the thingy. We didn't have it up in oh, time, but we've got it. But we've got it. Um, so, yeah, the BBFC is the people you have to go to to basically get any film classified where the thing comes up saying, like, it's an 18 or it's a 15 or it's a 12, whatever. Um, so um, we, were, we, we, we shot this film all in 4K so, to make sure it looked as good as it possibly could. Um, credit to our DOP over there for, help, for helping bring that to life. AJ, all the way from London, um, doing his thing. Um, so, yeah, so we shot it to such a high standard in terms of the visuals, in terms of the definition, that it was going to take until um, about this morning to upload it um, onto the internet to then send it to the BBFC to get it uh, rated. So uh, late last week, I realised I would have to actually travel down to London in person, physically hand deliver our film to them. So, so that was fun. So I had to go all the way to Soho Square with about 24 hours notice to drop off this film and then casually come back ready for this. Um, so we did that um, and we finally got the film rated um, this morning. So that's been done. If it hadn't done, we couldn't have legally shown it today. So we got rated PG, which seems harsh, but, um, <laughs> but um, you know, but yeah, it got rated. So um, it did all that. Um, but um, full credit to them because, you know, they do get a little bit of stick sometimes. Um, but, and you know, it's easy to joke about the fact that they sit there and they get paid lots of money to basically watch other people's hard work, which to be fair is what they do um <laughs> but at the same time they were they they couldn't have done enough for us they bent over backwards to to accommodate us including um like getting back to us on a, on a sunday just a week before uh, eight days ago me and luke was wondering what we we're going to do um because yeah, their calendar you you so you automatically submit sorry but you automatically like submit through their calendar and i've done that with unstable i've done that with reduced to clear because i tend to make films months before the premiere um that's not that's not uh, that's not uh, <laughs> um and so that that was all set. I added it to their calendar, and suddenly the next available date to get it aged was tomorrow, um, which would have been a bit of an issue. And so we emailed them. We were stressing out about it. There is a certain certain loophole about getting local councils to aged a film. We were like, maybe we can try and get Wellington Council to have a look at it. Like, what do we do? BBFC got back to us, said, we'll reorganise our schedule so you can get your film. Yeah. Hooked up. So they were, they were um, fantastic. And at the end of the day, well, in the end, um, they did it this morning, and we got the age rating one hour before we yeah. uh, showed the film. So you see, I was terrifying. <laughs> I did say on a live podcast yesterday we should have it on a board and have it paraded around like a boxing. You know? Yeah. And like <laughs> I got laughed at, but in actual fact, that was quite practical. We could have done that today. Yeah. As you're saying. Also, you didn't. So you didn't mention that you. Your train got cancelled. You took Henry to London to get some photos done at the BBFC. Your train got cancelled. This man was stuck in a hotel just with a rocking horse because he went to drop off a hard drive to the BBFC. Yeah. Um, so I hope I get some of that I for the documentary. Stuff now I'm not drinking. I'm never doing I swear. Charing <laughs> <laughs> Cross with a rocking horse under my arm. Um, but yeah. But one um, other important thing I think to mention um, is that is. Uh, the whole crew deserve an awful lot of credit for every, everything they've done to make this possible. Lots of people who's, you know, um, who who've done all sorts of stuff, and obviously most of them aren't on camera, but they all deserve an awful lot of credit. Um, you know, I, I occasionally, I know, I know it's hard to believe that, I, that I'm not always a nice guy, but I occasionally get a little bit snappy once or twice on set when we get into the like eight hours, nine hours, ten hours, um, 15, 14 hours. 15. 
so yeah so that that wasn't um so uh, i'm probably not always the nicest person to be around when i realized that we're so far behind and i seem to either go from being the nicest person going to like Hitler doesn't seem to be much of an in between. Can I say that? Is that, that's is that, an extreme, is that okay? I mean, we can keep it in, but that's quite but, extreme. But, yeah. okay. 14 hour filming days. But, um, yeah. but anyway, but the point is that they, they, that they, that they always, you know, no, no one ever sort of took it personally. They always understood that we're all in this together. Um, my assistant, long names up there, bless her. She, you know, she might not, look, might not look like the sort of person that can sort of like put someone in their place. But believe me, when I was like starting to like get moody, she's like, go and have something to eat. And she's, she's great at that. <laughs> Uh, NASA as well, who's up here, um, is the same. Is always like like telling me when I, when things are going well, when when they're not. You need people around you who aren't afraid to tell you when things aren't as good, because um, so, otherwise, if people just say nice things all the time, then um, that's not always the best thing to do. So, uh, full credit to them. Uh, that's the guys behind the camera. But I just want a special mention for these two superstars. Bless them. You know, obviously Betty mentioned earlier she got it all to come. But 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 these two. Um, especially one of them's like about a year pregnant or something, aren't you? What is it? <laughs> Six months. Six, that's close. But, you know, um, and what they've been having to do, I mean, all are signed up to, to, to be in a care home drama series this summer when university's out of the way. I clearly remember that being a discussion and an agreement that we had. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then suddenly she ends up being sort of, you know, um, have this sort of dropped on her and it was initially going to be a scene or two, like a 10 minute thing. I was like, and then suddenly ten minutes turned into fifty-seven pages. Somehow, I just, I just slipped on the on, on the keyboard, <laughs> and it becomes a feature film. And you know, and it, it never phased them. You know, all is just like finished doing a, a show for uni, um, which you know she had a major part in that. And I didn't get to go because I was in Charing Cross Premier Inn, but um, <laughs> everyone else went to, went to, went to support her, and um, she did a you know did a fantastic job. Um, and yeah, so, so that's like one version of how people can be really, really busy and have not have the time to add feature films to this. I mean, I know some people who say, oh, do you want to go to the pub tonight? Oh, no, I can't. Sorry, I'm busy. They made a feature film, <laughs> you know? I mean, in comparison to, to ordinary life, I think to add that onto already stressful um, deadlines and obviously Christy's got a full-time job. She's got a four-year-old she needs to bring up. Um, we need to bring up. Uh, <laughs> um, so, so there's that. And, what, what, and happened this, this yeah, what happened this morning? <laughs> what happened this morning? <laughs> what happened today? Well, not wasn't this morning. In fairness, I just to show the reality of filmmaking, and, and you know we're all human, so that's not the reality check time. Uh, I forgot to pick my son up from school this morning. No, this afternoon. No, I, t- I took him to school. I forgot to pick him up this afternoon. I got a phone call at half three. Gareth, what are you doing? Like, I get ready for my premiere. And I was like, but Ethan's still at school. No one's picked him up. I was like, ah. So yeah. <laughs> Um, so that's why I need an assistant to remind me when I'm, when I'm getting it wrong. So, um, so yeah, so, so there's that. Um, so yeah, these guys have done fantastically well. And, but it's all very well saying about how, oh, they've worked hard. But it's not just about that. You saw it yourselves. Um, I, f- I think, I, I know I'm a little bit biased, but I think the performances of these two, of all the people I've worked with over the years in Rocky North, that these are the only two that I, that I think were ready to be um, on, the, on a feature film, leading as title characters. And you both did an amazing job. So I couldn't have done it without both of you you know um yeah you both play characters who who have their funny moments and occasionally say something they probably shouldn't and yet you somehow do it totally differently and it and it just works there's a contrast there which which are you really compliment each other and it's just a shame we're not going to get to see it again really not in the same way never say never you know so never is he versus jess too no it's not let's not do that (laughs) but um but yeah and as well as well as that there's another guy who um doesn't get enough praise and uh, and he probably still won't bless him just because of the nature of work the, the way the care home drama series is set up um but as 
good as Izzy's rants are, as good as that that the humour that she brings to it, that 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 flamboyance and how she makes people laugh. Um, but none of that would work if it wasn't for for her poor old sidekick, the guy who so often is there to literally just sort of give her like like expressions of like what did you just say um but he does it does it great and he and it's a thankless task a lot, a lot of the time actors like to be noticed bless them um and he is noticed by those who know what they're looking for but ultimately he's he's very in many ways he's got his own storylines coming up but he's here to make this girl look good um and that's that guy there mr dean dean raymond um and uh, yeah there you go got a big round of applause than we did so but um, yeah, so we're, uh, you know, obviously we couldn't call the film Izzy versus Jess versus Alid because it just wouldn't have quite the same ring to it. Um, but you know, he's got um, you know a, a very bright future, and and we are looking forward to getting it, delving into some very good storylines for him as we get to this get to the series. That's why this pilot is so important. If you can support it as we go forward in any way, whether that's been part of the crew, if you've been like nine, you'll just just popping in to be an extra. You know, <laughs> whatever it is, you, um, in any way you can help, um, please do because. Um, the pilot's going to be great, but we need to get to that series to really show off what the likes of Dean, what the likes of Quinn are capable of, uh, which, we'll, which we'll, we'll tease on with the pilot, but obviously it's only a start, so support that if you can. Um, that's going to be with you at Christmas. Um, and uh, But in the meantime, on the 1st of April, for anyone that isn't sick of Izzy vs. Jess, which is probably most of you by now, but if anyone that isn't that wants to support us, we've got another screening you know, and, um, and me and Luke are have that conversation and we're going we're gonna to be really magic and make the lips move at the right time and everything. Um, <laughs> Telford Priory School, um, which is, is it 7 o'clock? Uh, yes, yeah. 7 o'clock. And one thing that we're, we're in, that I'm particularly proud of with that one, their, um, their own drama students, or at least some of them, um, that the school asked if they could be given the script for Izzy versus Jess. Uh, so their students, GCSE students, could actually read these scripts and, and learn about these characters, learn about autism in a very different creative way. Obviously, we heard Heather's absolutely banging poem, I say, earlier on. Well done. That was... Because I was... Yeah, that was fantastic. Um, you know, and um, so these drama students, they're going to be acting out scenes as Izzy and Jess in front of these actresses, in front of all of us, uh, on, on the night, which is going to be quite surreal. Um, and and very bizarre. Um, you just make sure you don't direct them. Like, <laughs> no, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Once more for safety, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but Christy, uh, um, along with some of the people in this room, will remember a time when you could fill the people who cared about Jess Andrews, and you could and you could and you could fill a phone box with them if you're lucky. Um, whereas whereas now, um, you know, we've got people who are prepared to sort of sell out cinemas and stuff, uh, and we've got drama students coming through who might want to auditioning to be part of of you know, all as um, family members within the show, for all we know, you know. Um, they might come through and become part of the actual cast of, of that show. But even if they don't, the fact is that schools are coming to us and asking for us to help them teach about autism. Um, that, that, for where we come from, that, that means an awful lot. So we're, uh, we're very proud of that. And uh, that's on, uh, weirdly, after all of the, th- and I promise this is not intentional, for those that know me might think it's some sort of dig, I promise you it's not. Um, our final screening of the film they said we c- couldn't make is on going to April Fool's Day. So, <laughs> so that's interesting. But yeah, April the first. So um, it is really happening. It is. It's not just. Oh, no, yeah, honestly, yeah. It's not some prank. <laughs> no, yeah, genuinely, genuinely, <laughs> we will, we will be there because it's after midday, and it. you can't do them after midday, can we'll you? Open with so. the audio, and then we'll play the video at the end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah. So yeah, um, yeah. Hey, are you still looking for um, a Keith? Uh, Karen, sorry, <laughs> Karen. We are, and uh, but I'm not rolling out a Keith. 
because oh. um, one of the sort of support roles within uh, the Care Home Drama series is this this character called Karen. We don't know what she looks like yet. So um, he, or he. She might look like you. Yeah, maybe. You never know. <laughs> you never know. Oh, but um, yeah, she's this no nonsense. Um, she runs this runs this care home who uh, is kind of a maternal figure to our main character. Um, is he here, of course. Um, so we've got auditions coming up on the 23rd and 24th of April. So hopefully we will see some of you. Probably um, not some of you because you're not, you know, auditioning for Karen. That's weird. But but we will be casting for Karen uh, then. But if you know anyone who might be suitable, um, then time to get in touch. We might be able to squeeze them in. So say a thank you, sorry, to the, the folks at Common Relief. Um, to, yes, to, I'll do that one. To Richard Curtis and Emma Freud, which is very surreal to say, because Richard Curtis is like my, my biggest hero, the filmmaker I aspire to be. Um, and he, his name's in the credits of our first feature film, um, which is very surreal. But um, yeah, to, to Richard Curtis and Emma Freud, I emailed them, not expecting anything, emailed Emma, uh, who's the exec producer of Comet Relief, you know, the very top of that charity. And I said, we're making a feature film to raise money for Comet Relief. Any chance we'd be allowed to use your logo? And they, you know, it went desk to desk across a national charity from the top to all the way down with the names Jess Andrews and Izzy Orchard. And... They said, yes, we signed a contract. You signed it in the wrong place, and we had to prove that again, and you had to sign it again. Uh, but we signed a contract that gave permission to use the ENA to Comet Relief logos, and Emma has actually said uh, last week in an email how proud of us they are and how they're really looking forward to watching Izzy versus Jess. So they'll be getting that this week. Amazing. And on that note, I think you all, everybody that's involved in this, deserve a huge round of applause. Thank you very much. Thank you. And on that note, um, another guy that supports us all the time, constantly, um, and every two weeks he puts up with us on a Sunday afternoon, um, and, and he asks us all, all, all the right questions. Um, this guy, um, who oh. deserves an awful lot of, you know, and he's, he's on one leg, as it is. I feel bad now for, yeah. But, yeah, he, um, he's, he's been supporting, he supported, obviously, Reduced to Clear, uh, the film you saw at the start. He supported that. Um, and the Shrewsbury Biscuit podcast and Horses and Biscuits. Every couple of weeks, we were on there talking about something or other to do with the, you know, this production, this Cajun drama series, and obviously Izzy versus Jess. And he's always supporting us all the time. Turned up on set and does vlogs all day. So yeah, I think this guy deserves a round of applause too. I know, I've been avoiding it. Bad audio, you know what I mean? Thank you very much, guys. I'm going to leave you with with, uh, with that. Yep. The biscuit guy. I mean, how best way to end this. But thank you very much for coming, and I hope you've enjoyed a great evening. <laughs>